0: clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just 225 Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blueland products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh. Fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners right now. Get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this guys. blueland.com slash clink for 15% off.
1: Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Gretchen? I'm exhausted. <laughs> if you guys didn't see, I posted a little picture Gretchen took a real long drive. Tell we did us, it
2: over 2 days though.
1: Tell us about it. Oh, I do have some good drive, some real good drive time stories. You do? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll we'll wait on the drive time story <laughs> cuz we have a couple other things to get started. First of all, we are going to start, if you guys can hear me, I'm popping some champagne because, you know, Gretchen is real excited that her kids are starting school oh, this week. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So we're we're in it to win it, girl. Oh, you're making me so nervous with that champagne right. top. You know, champagne corks cause a lot of injuries. They do? Oh, yeah. I don't think this one's gonna, There we go. <laughs> Nope, no injury here. All right. Just to my belly after we, <laughs> or oh, my yeah. head. I have not hit the scale yet. I'm on vacation for two weeks. No, I think you'll be good. You look skinny. Oh. Keto's Thanks. working for you. Actually, a couple of listeners had reached out to me there on Keto also. Oh, really? I yeah. would it'd be lying if I told you I was Keto my whole vacation. Oh. Sorry oh. about that.
2: But I, did, I am doing the intermittent fasting, and I've been pretty um, religious about it.
1: Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. So before we get started, I wanted to just talk real quick about the tragedies that have happened in the last, and I didn't tell you I was going to talk about this, but I just thought we needed to just mention the mass murders that happened and especially at Walmart because we talk about Walmart a lot. Oh, yeah. And that hit pretty close to home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So our thoughts and prayers go out to those victims of those crazy, horrendous crimes.
2: Yeah. You know what I did actually, because I was traveling when that happened. And so I hadn't seen the news yet. And Mm -hmm. I posted like some pictures of my kids or something. And then I saw the news and then I felt like a real asshole because, you know, it's like, oh, I'm whooping it up. Yeah. But no, it was really sad.
1: It is really so tragic, but you know, you're still allowed to have fun, Gretchy. You got to live your life. I
2: know, but we can all take a minute.
1: Yes, for yeah, sure. For sure. hundred percent. And we also want to take a minute to call out some people that have given us some reviews. Oh, yeah. That is something that really makes us happy. And I want to tell you about this specific family that was driving from... They reached out to me and they were driving across country to go to the Grand Canyon. I hope your trip was fabulous. Mm -hmm. I actually want to hear about it. Yeah, I
2: was through that terrain.
1: I know. And I was thinking about you. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you guys are, you know, crisscrossing each other. But they went, I mean, maybe they were coming back when you were going because it's been a couple weeks. So I just am going to pull out our handy dandy review on Apple iTunes and give them some shout outs. One of them is Dakota. That's who was going on her family what trip. Up, Dakota? Dakota. Thank you so much. She was going with her mom and her dad and they both like this. And the mom, they said doesn't like anybody. Oh, yeah. That. Sound, you know?
2: it sounds like we'd get along real great. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that many
1: people either. Gretchen, maybe <laughs> is the same. <laughs> so road trip well, S Club Forever. Oh wait, S Club Forever. Sorry, um, that one wasn't so good. <laughs> they reviewed us, but they didn't like that we uh, called out Caller Daddy. Oh yeah, that guy can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Deborah. Thank you for your shout out, Pake. 730 P blogist. Love that, Lancey. Let's see who else. Road Trip. I think I said. I-U-E-R, Bear. Thank you so much for the guilty pleasure. Wicked Sherry, your favorite podcast. Woo woo. Simba
2: Panda. Oh, Simba Panda. I remember that one. Yeah, listen. Yeah, we do get up to Santa Barbara periodically. We don't live there anymore. But I remember he worked in the funk zone. And I will tell you my favorite stop there is Muni. I still have a friend that works there. Yeah. So look, six degrees of separation however that it's works. like
1: even less than that probably
2: yeah maybe yeah. you know mike santa rosa
1: what okay up? what's up mike kk greenie mm-hmm. goji123 nurse nick one just call me at bell thank you love these two love these ladies jessica schmidt and our last one that we just got on friday was from cordero jew and she found us on Instagram. Thanks so much, guys. We really super appreciate it. And if you have it in your heart to rate us a five star, we would truly appreciate it and give us a little shout and we'll give you a shout back. Yep. Yeah. All right. Now. Tell me about your car story. <laughs> well, we do a
2: lot of driving. My little fam does a lot of driving. Yeah. We go back and forth regularly mm-hmm. to Colorado. And I don't have, it's not that exciting except for that.
1: My husband did make me pee my pants twice. <laughs> oh my God. Like literally? <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh God. I can't believe you're talking about this right now.
2: <laughs> I know, I was saving it. So, <laughs> the first time was because this time we were hauling a trailer One I'm sure Tabitha would not approve of because it's not super brand new and fancy. It's
1: 1958 Airstream. Listen, I like the Airstreams. I want to go to one of those Airstream campgrounds. Right. Okay.
2: Okay. I think you're going to be impressed when we're done fixing this one up. I will. Anywho, so that makes bathroom stopping challenging.
1: Oh, listen, I know. We were towing a boat. You tow a boat, right? So you like, (laughs) it's like like rest stops
2: only. Not just that, my husband does not, he will stop for the kids to go to the bathroom, but for me, he's been known to make me pee in a cup, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> while driving. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard. i tried it. Okay, but the kids were like, well, Willow, we all know how Willow is. Mm-hmm. She was, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Okay, so we stopped. We stopped on the side of the road, and there's like nothing around, okay? Mm-hmm. so. It's one of those things where you're like, are you kidding me right now, kid? She's like, I got to go. I got to go. And then I'm like kind of holding her. So for like her butt is dangling
1: and she can't go. Oh, well, and I'm
2: like, what's that like? I wouldn't be able, I able to go like, either. I have to pee like the second I walk in anywhere. I know. Okay. I don't know if that's just old or I've had three kids or, you know, whatever. But that's how it is. Okay, so of she above. can't go. She can't go. And then all of a sudden, the fire ants. Start <gasps> crawling all over.
1: Yes, I've been there before, and I'm
2: like, uh, you have to go." Whatever, blah blah blah. And so then I'm trying to pee, and the, with the fire ants because I'd been waiting so long for Willow <laughs> to go, and I peed my pants. So <laughs> because I didn't want to get bit. <laughs> then, so I just reached in the tailgate, changed my clothes butt naked right out there in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. And then the second time was because my husband begrudgingly let me stop and take a nature pee as we call them on the side of the road. Yes. And you missed. No. And I start to go. And he honks the horn like as loud as he can. He's just cracking up, but it scared me so much. I thought maybe someone with like a serial killer was coming to get me or something. I'm like, well, shoot, all that time you wanted to save is now wasted. So Now I have to change my clothes again.
1: Oh my God. That's so funny. Maybe we need to stop listening to serial killer stuff. (laughs) That's really funny. I didn't have that experience. No, your husband lets you go into establishments and use the bathroom. No, he doesn't. Oh. I just have to know better before we get on the road. Oh, yeah. We did, I did make him stop like three times. Uh, because all my kids are super picky eaters, and then one has the allergy, mm-hmm. the celiac. So, and she doesn't like in and out wrap burgers and lettuce. I don't know what's wrong with her because those oh, are my I, favorite thing in the after. world <laughs> you know? yeah. so we have to make a couple stops and then i was like oh and um i also already ordered starbucks so you got to go there and he's towing the boat he's like are you effing kidding me like yeah. do you know how hard it is to find any kind of like parking anywhere yeah yeah and our boat's pretty big yeah gretchy saw it Yeah, my trailer's bigger, Yeah, your boat is pretty Yeah, so, you know, whipping it around, and we've gotten a flat tire before because I want a Chipotle last time we were pulling it from the lake, and uh, it's, you know, like, on a Sunday. Anybody
2: who's towed anything with their husband, partner, whatever you fancy,
1: knows. Yeah. It's a little added stress. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Added stress. Uh, And your kids are going to school this week.
2: Yeah, I was out of town, so I missed the, uh, you know, welcome to the school again oh. meet the teacher. This is what class you're going to get in. I figure, you know, we're it's just going to show up on Tuesday and uh,
1: we'll see how it goes. We were talking about going to Palm Springs next weekend, remember? Yeah, I think in I, think I in invited the kitchen myself right now. on that trip. <laughs> well, we haven't even, we were supposed to go to Coronado and that got canceled. And so... Now we're supposed to go, well, we're not going anywhere, but we have the welcome thing next weekend. And oh, it's like, you can
2: skip it. Yeah. Should we
1: skip it? And oh, just do one last vlog? Oh, you skip
2: it. I was just with my uh, cousin-in-law in Oklahoma, and she was really stressing about, or she wasn't in Oklahoma, in Colorado, whatever, but she was really stressing about um, not being there for her kids thing. And I'm like, listen, there's a lot of super loser parents, thankfully. That don't show up for any of this stuff, yeah. And, like we show up half of the time, so like we're still like you know <laughs> well, the bell curve. We're still like in the middle. So I, I, I don't think know. You can miss something once in a while. It's I not think fifty
1: percent is actually failing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If I go back to my school years, Gretchen almost a champagne everywhere <laughs> because I had this light bulb moment. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. So maybe you could just go to, like, maybe a couple more, and then it'll get you into, like, at least the 70 percentile. Okay. I'm going to shoot for 70 percent because I think that's <laughs> the average, and that's what I'm trying to <laughs> All be. Right. Okay. I, on the other hand, try to strive for the A-. Well, I was at the A+, but I've brought do. myself down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm okay with being A-, because I have my own thing going on now, the mm-hmm. podcast. So. I have a little excuse like, no, I got to, I got to record today. Yeah. So or I got to research, which is a lot of work. So should we get into your lot of work, Gretchy? Yeah. Story time. Story time.
2: Okay. Listen, this case is, I'm so excited about this because this case is brought to us by one of our listeners.
1: Oh, yeah, I like that. Can we shout her out or? Yeah, we can. Okay. I
2: reached out to her and asked her if it was cool because it takes place in a small town. And she said, yes. Okay. Her name is Rebecca Bomber. Ooh, I like the last name. Becky Bomber. Yeah. I don't know if that's what she goes by. It might be Brommer. Rebecca bomber Okay. Anyways. anyway, She was a cool name. A real Thanks, nice Rebecca. girl. I told her a little bit on Facebook. She's got a super cute family.
1: Thanks, Rebecca.
2: Thank you. Okay, so guess if this is taking us back to our favorite state. Hawaii? No. Oh, Georgia. Oh. <laughs> our, our favorite, favorite crime, state state. crime state. Yeah. Yes,
1: Florida and Georgia. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. Saying if you if you should just move now, right? Save yourself. Okay. So this case took place in Georgia
2: in 2004 in the town of
1: Rome. Rome is a small town. you know Rome, Georgia? I do. And I, what is the person's name? I might know this case. Michelle Reynolds. No. No. No, that's not the case I know of. But I know another case that came out of Rome, Georgia also. Bananas. Yeah, and it's a good one. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So Rome is a population of 36,000.
1: Okay, so small town. Yeah, small town. Small town business.
2: It seems like a real nice place to live. I like to check out the area I'm looking into. Mm -hmm. Uh, About for $400,000, I think you can get a real nice house, like on a couple acres. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Michelle and Thad were high school sweethearts. Real popular. Michelle was actually homecoming queen and Thad played football. Okay, Michelle was a real disco biscuit.
1: Mm. Her
2: 80s look was on fire. I might show you a picture of her right now, just so you know what we're working with. Okay. please. I'm look, just going to show you. Don't look at all these <laughs> other pictures. Just look at this one.
1: Okay. Oh, the hair, oh, you guys. Right. Aquanet. you get it. Oh, yeah. The wings, mm. everything. Mm.
2: She's quite the looker. Yeah,
1: she is. Okay.
2: So... The two got married in 1987, shortly after graduation. They both had respectable jobs until Michelle quit working as an administrative assistant in 1992 when she had her first baby. In 1995, they hit a rough patch. Um, It was a very rough patch, actually, because they got divorced. At the time, Thad obviously agreed to the divorce. It was like, I don't know. What are you going to do? But he was a real distraught over losing his marriage and turned to his church, Hollywood Baptist, which I'm still like, not real sure why you would name a Baptist church after Hollywood
1: in Rome, Georgia. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Right. Okay. Well, they were like, our town is there are some rabbit holes. I'm not willing to go down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not very many, but a couple. Okay. So he asked the parishioners to pray for a reconciliation. And guess what? Two years later, dad and Michelle remarried. Wow.
1: Yeah, right? You hear that sometimes, but not often. Yeah, my brother did that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Also interesting. Yeah, I just saw them at my niece's wedding. They're And they're great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, well, maybe sometimes it takes some time apart. Divorce? Yeah. I read this thing. Sorry, side note real quick. Okay. I read this, like, <laughs> meme. Yeah. Or something was like, should uh, marriage licenses have a an a renewal date? Uh-huh. You know, you have to renew every 10 years. Yeah. I'm
2: like, not
1: such a bad idea.
2: Yeah, I know. I've heard this, it being put this way before, but no, I don't like that. <laughs> I think I like the ball and chain analogy.
1: I like till death do us part. So just suck it up. Yeah. Well, that's like not what you said in the last episode. I know. But, you know, I'm she changed like, her in mind the words of the very wise Wendy Williams. I am a woman. I have the right to change my mind. Yeah. And she's getting divorced. Oh, I,
2: that is scandalous right there.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That is. Yeah. I feel that baby
2: behind their back. All kinds of stuff. Okay. 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 So the point of me telling you this little backstory is just so you know that where marriage was concerned, dad was like in it to win it. And Michelle had a taste of being a single mom. And I'm just guessing that it like, wasn't her favorite thing. Got it. Okay. So after the reconciliation, the couple built a brand new house and had three more children. Dad had started working at Frito-Lay and he had worked his way up to district manager. Mm,
1: My stepdad, I think, or my grandpa worked at Frito-Lay, but they were like those people too. All those chips. Yeah. Lots of chips. I had chips in my house all the time because my grandpa and my dad delivered. My grandpa was district manager. We just
2: went out for like a keto style uh, Mexican.
1: We ordered celery instead of chips. Yeah. It was not bad. It was With not guacamole. bad. Okay,
2: listen. It was good, but when I hit my goal weight, that is that is one of my vices. Okay, those little like like they're like talkies.
1: Oh my! But gosh. at the like Tr- Trader, the Trader Joe's,
2: Joe's wrapped in chili. Oh my god! Or just a good bag of like haba chips, real salty chips and salsa. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Okay. By the way, Tab got me on keto again.
1: And she's lost more than five pounds already.
2: Five pounds. I've plateaued
1: only five pounds. Yeah. Well, you'll get to 10 in like a week or two weeks.
2: Well, I'll report back to y'all. Okay. So Thad and Michelle both became real involved with the church. It sounds like more so for Thad though. They, he had actually become a deacon. Oh. Oh yeah. He was into it. He did marriage counseling, children's ministry, choir, which sounds like a lot on top of his full-time job. And all those kids that he has? Yeah. yeah. But everything seemed to be going great for them, according to Michelle's best friend, Paige. Okay, so Paige and Scott were best friends with Michelle and Thad. They had their children around the same ages, and Scott was real involved with the church as well. He was an associate pastor in addition to his job as an IT specialist. And Paige was a stay-at-home mom, just like Michelle. So naturally, the four of them in this small town were yeah, best friends. BFFs forever. Yeah. yeah. So one day in June 2004, Thad makes a big announcement at church that he has decided to become a minister. Which I gather is like way next level on top of everything he was already doing, but I'm not really sure what the difference is. Yeah, I have
1: no idea. No idea.
2: And I'm not really sure how this sat with Michelle, but I'm going to interject my opinion here. I think it's like real hard for girls who are the homecoming queen, the kind of... Have their peak in high school to not be the center of attention. So maybe she kind of like struggled with the fact that he was such a rock star
1: at the church working all the time. She's home with all the kids. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I can see that because I think also it is hard sometimes to stay home with the kids and not have really your own thing. Um, hello, that's why we started a podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now you all know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, you do it for so many years, and some people are so okay with it, oh right? My God. I they mean, totally are. Yeah, and good then, on them. And then there are others that just have a drive inside of them that that pull to something else. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and good on them too. Yeah, I think it's just for for each your own, but yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that with Michelle. Okay,
2: so soon after Thad's big announcement, the couples had a church retreat that was on the books where they were all set to chaperone. Their setup was like the men would share hotel rooms with some of the young boys on the trip and the ladies were going to stay with some of the young girls. Okay, it was like one of those kind of Mm -hmm. situations. Okay, so now according to Paige, she had begun to notice that something was kind of amiss with Michelle she had become a little cold and distant, even to the extent that Michelle told Paige she had booked her own separate hotel room. Weird. Weird, right? So Michelle was the only adult on the whole trip with her own hotel room. Paige was taken back by this and asked her, like, okay, what gifts?" So you get it. I mean... All of a sudden, Michelle is being like, you know, your friend is kind of giving you the cold shoulder, and then she goes and books her own hotel room. Yeah, you'd be like, what? Something's going on. Tell me what happened. Mm -hmm. And she asks her, "What has she done to upset Michelle?" And this is where Michelle delivers the ultimate diss to Paige. (laughs) She says, "Well, she just only wants to be around people who on." who are on fire for God.
1: Michelle says this to her friend. Yeah. And the friends on this God retreat. They, yeah. so She's I like,
2: <laughs> yeah, the their hell? husbands are
1: both, you know, real yeah. involved with
2: the church. They worship together, you know, every so week what or What is whatever. she talking about? Yes. But I mean, I go to church more than you. I'm telling you, I know the type. That is a big, that's a, that's a solid diss to be like, I am on my own path to God right now. And you're just not, you're just not on that path. You're not keeping, up, with you're my not keeping level. up. Yeah. And you, uh. how can you criticize somebody who's trying to, you know, be on that path? You can't. So I'm telling you, that was a solid burn mm. saying, you know, mm. only want to be around people on fire for God.
0: <laughs> If I, somebody I, said I that
2: to me, imagine. I would like so... shrivel
1: up and like <laughs> write a big fat check. <laughs> oh my god. You are you are too funny. Yeah. Okay. And maybe I shouldn't throw this out there, but yeah. you only went to church because you wanted to go to mops.
2: Oh yeah, but I we go on like, you know, Christmas and Easter. You do? Oh yeah, and I went to Bible study, do you, you know remember? what they You know what they call I that? I can't like I can't Bible study
1: and, you know, taking my kids to church camp is going to church, is that not not good. <laughs> and they call that um, when you just go to Christmas and Easter, they call that you're a creaster.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm a total creaster. Yeah. So Paige actually seems like a saint to me for putting up with Michelle's super diva crap. Mm-hmm. Because even after that diss, the couples were still playing nice together and met up on 4th of July at a park for the town picnic. At the picnic, Paige says Michelle was being a bit flirtatious with some of the husbands in attendance. Oh, well, that's not like a path to God. (laughs) No, that is not the path Mm -hmm. to God, right? I mean, come on, Michelle. Like I told you, she is the, she was the homecoming queen.
1: I think she Mm. likes the attention. You know, that name Michelle. Oh, keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. Michelle's like attention.
2: Yeah. Seems like. Yep. Okay. Okay, So July 5th, Thad, Michelle's husband, Mm -hmm. okay, leaves for work at the Frito-Lay distribution center. He worked really early hours. Mm -hmm. Thad wasn't alone at work. There was a delivery guy sitting in his truck that observed a man standing on the loading dock and looking nervously. Nervously skeptical. I can say them both. Okay. (laughs) The man also removed his shirt before he drove off in a burgundy minivan. The driver sitting in his truck thought something seemed real odd about this man being there at this hour of the morning, but he didn't get his license plate number or take a real good look at
1: his face. Um, That should be a note to everybody. If you see somebody looking weird. License plate. License plate. Look at them. I saw, I was at the mall yesterday. Mm -hmm. Some guy walked in with a massive backpack. Okay. Like it, it almost like looked like it was too (sighs) heavy for him. Always creep me out. And I went straight to the security, which was on the, Opposite side of the mall where I was going to go, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm not going to chance it. Yeah, like, what if you know, what if yeah. I didn't do that? So I went to security. I was like, hey, listen, it could be nothing, but this guy can barely even walk with this massive backpack on. Something's off here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, when the
2: driver went inside, he found that Thad had been stabbed to death.
1: Oh. Hmm. And
2: remember, the guy is, the suspicious guy is long gone. All we know is that he had a
1: maroon minivan. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only 34,000 people in the town. Mm-hmm.
2: So deacon. I am guessing this is some small town shiz, but police actually called the head pastor of Hollywood Baptist Church to come and identify the body.
1: And that is, is the pastor yeah. of this church. He's a deacon. Okay. Moving didn't up make to it.
2: minister status or whatever. Okay. This is the head pastor at Hollywood Baptist. And from what I can tell, he is still the head pastor oh. at Hollywood Baptist okay. Church. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the first person this guy calls is Scott Harper, dad's best friend, right? Yeah. Okay. So Scott and Paige head right over to the house to be with Michelle along with the pastor, right? Okay. So, reportedly, other friends gathered at the house as well as... Did they call the police? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The police called the head pastor oh, okay. to identify the body. Got it. Okay. And so, he's Sorry, just letting, you know, name. people
1: know. Okay. Okay. And did you have a 911 call? Did you listen to it? No? Was it not, like, available? No, because the, the driver the driver is
2: not a, a suspect. He's just the, the guy that showed up at work. Okay. So, I Got don't need it. to hear his voice. All right. Okay. Okay, so friends gathered at Michelle's house, and their account of Michelle's reaction to the news was that she was like stoic, they said. Okay, and they just assumed this was because she was in shock. Yeah. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but imagine this this is a real big deal. A very known, successful guy in this small town is violently murdered.
1: It like rocked yeah. the town. Like and he's not stealing chips. Yeah. You know, what is like the the point of this murder? It's he's after him for some oh, reason. Yeah. So
2: it is big deal. It's big news. So the mm-hmm. police go on the news and ask the public if they know anyone suspicious who drives a burgundy minivan. And they get a call right away. No way. Yeah, a man calls in and says his co-worker drives a burgundy minivan. And he says he also knows that his coworker happens to be best friends with that. Yeah, his co-worker is none other than no. Scott Harper.
1: Yeah. Is Michelle having an affair with Scott? Well, oh, yeah, she the tipster
2: is. also happened to know that Scott was having an affair with someone named Michelle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He knew this because at his job at the hospital where both men worked, it was something to do with like fixing the phone lines. And so occasionally he would listen into phone calls. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's not real clear, but I'm gathering. If that is your job. He was eavesdropping. Yeah, yeah, he was totally eavesdropping because he knew a lot. Oh okay? my gosh. That's so funny. I mean, but it's that, so juicy. Her name was Michelle. Yeah, totally juicy. Like I think this guy and I would really get along well. Because yeah. I wouldn't be able to help myself either.
1: Okay. But you're a bad liar, so you would do it, and then you, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to well, even like. then lie. I would just tell you. Yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't even be able to, like, look them in the eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay. Okay.
2: So police asked the coworker a question. Does Scott wear glasses? The answer was yes. Apparently, at the crime scene, the he suspect
1: left his, left his glasses. Like a freaking idiot.
2: Yeah, they think it maybe like he they fell off when he was taking a shirt off. Remember he took a shirt off? Yeah.
1: And like why would he take a shirt off anyways? It's know, so weird, right? Okay.
2: So they also found a large amount of blood spatter in the spot where the truck driver had spotted the man standing. So they also figured the suspect must have a large defensive wound on him. Mhm. So Scott really did not think this through because he also left dad's wallet and cell phone at the scene. So police were alerted right away that like this was a personal crime. This was not a robbery.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Okay. No chips gone, no money gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, Just yeah. Stabbed to death. Okay.
1: Cause he's having sex with his wife. Right. Yeah. We're gonna figure it out. I know. I know. Okay. People well, really should me. consult
2: me before they do shit like this. <laughs>
1: okay. So Pay Paige- that is not her new job is not being a uh, criminal helper. (laughs) We don't need any emails for that question. Thank you. Okay. Okay. My bad. Sorry.
2: Okay. So Paige was thinking something was up with Scott, but she never imagined the depth of what was about to unfold. She thought it was odd that Scott had lost his glasses and that he told her he had a real bad cut on his hand from lifting weights at the gym.
1: These people are such idiots. (laughs) I know. But it wasn't
2: quite until the police brought her and Scott in for questioning about Thad's murder that she questioned him. She recalls on the way home from the police station, she asked Scott if he had anything
1: to do with Thad's murder. And his response was, you do realize what you're asking me? And I mean, yeah. This, like, typical turn it around on her. Like, how could she be such a bitch asking him? Yeah. 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 We know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: But imagine she doesn't know about the affair. They haven't told her all this. She, I'm sure she is like, what motivation would he have for killing his best friend?
1: Well, this poor girl is now going to just be like slept silly, oh, right?
2: Yeah. So, okay. So police go to the hospital where Scott worked with a warrant and they are able to go through all of Scott's emails. He had started exchanging emails with Michelle just a few short months ago and the emails started out harmless enough. Just Michelle reaching out to him for like church business. But about a month before the murder, the emails became real explicit and it was obvious the two were having an affair. So the emails were like, I want to do everything to you, et cetera, et cetera. But like real corny. That's a sin. That's a sin. They're not married. That's not on fire for God. (laughs) Okay. That's on fire for something else. Okay. Okay. So, points for Michelle. She never put anything in writing that she wanted, you know, Scott to straight murder Thad. Mm -hmm. But She definitely danced around the idea. She said stuff in these emails like, the only way we're ever going to be together is if you live longer than that.
1: (laughs) Okay. So when you're 90 (laughs) and that croaks over at 90, like 87, we can be together for like three years. Yeah. Okay. And remember, she knows how
2: divorce goes, right? You know, she's done this. So she's not looking to get divorced again. And the night before the murder, she sent Scott that schedule for the week and directions how to find his office. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Okay.
2: So we know she's in on it. As far as why Scott had it so bad for Michelle, I think she's like, you know, she was like the queen bee of the town, you know?
1: He was, singing. yeah. And and what did Scott's wife look like?
2: Okay. So I would say that Michelle was the Mary and Paige is the Rhoda.
1: You know what I mean? No, what is that reference? <laughs> oh my God. You have you not. Sometimes I live under a rocky uh, guys. because okay. I, I, it's probably a movie reference. And because it's I'm like, Mary not... Tyler Moore, it's also in Romeo and Michelle.
2: Which oh, we all oh, know yes, you know yes, all yes, about I this do. movie. Okay. 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 So Mary Tyler Moore show, Mary is, she's the star. She's the yeah, light. Yeah, she's she gets like all, and listen, Rhoda is real cute, but she's just not the attention, the light of yeah. the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. I'm saying. It's like Lucille Ball and Ethel. It is like Lucy and Ethel. Okay. Like Paige that. is
1: cuter than Ethel, but.
2: Yeah, but. It's know. like Lucy and Ethel. Okay.
1: Okay. That's like my favorite show of all time. Totally. Oh, yeah. I get okay. that reference more.
2: Okay. So also in the emails, remember that church retreat? It turns out that that room alone for Michelle was actually oh. booked by Scott. <laughs> and it was a room for, for her and Scott. Yeah. So according to the guy that Scott was rooming with on that trip, he had gone missing that night bow witch wow Yeah, we all know what was going on there. So, remember our favorite tipster? Yes, yeah. Guy that was real good at eavesdropping. Yep. Not minding his own beeswax. Well, he also took it upon himself to give Scott's office an extra lookover after the police were done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And underneath a removable tile, guess what he found? What? The murder weapon.
1: And the bloody clothes. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so this guy, why didn't we? You needed to call this guy and I see know. if he wanted to come on our podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, maybe we could do a follow-up. So, so that <laughs> it, he he he's God, like a detective. That. That's so fun. I know.
2: Okay, so Scott is arrested and Michelle is arrested as an accessory. Paige is shocked. This is when she finds out. The when whole... he's
1: arrested. Yeah. <gasps> when Michelle is
2: arrested. At that point, she was like, what in the heck are they arresting Michelle for? She didn't know. Oh.
1: Crazy. Oh, yeah. Right? Because the police, they try to hide her, like, it. It was her best something.
2: friend. I mean, she thought maybe she was like PMSing for three months, but she didn't think she was like sleeping with her husband. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so sucks to be Paige. Totally. okay, so police clearly have mountains of evidence to convict Scott, but not so much to convict Michelle, so they ask Scott to cut a deal in which they won't seek the death penalty if he gives her up as a conspiracy to kill Thad. Yeah. does he do it? No. Scott was not talking. Do you know and why the whole process.
1: Because he's a man of God. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, well,
2: just keep listening. So okay. he wasn't talking. The whole process dragged on for years while prosecutors waited for Scott to crack while him and Michelle were held without bond. During this time, Michelle and Scott were in communication with each other oh, they via let them. letters. Oh, they let Yeah, they let them because yeah. they want, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so again, Michelle gets points for not putting it all out there in writing, but she did in one letter write a bunch of Bible verses and underline words that when you put it together say, All I knew was that you were going to talk to him. Help me. Okay. She's saying that's why she sent like the schedule.
1: Yeah. She's trying to save her. Yeah, he needed self. to go.
2: He needed to go talk to him at three o'clock in the morning. That seems super appropriate. I mean, I'm sure they don't run into each other anywhere else. <laughs> you know, like yeah. every night after yeah. work
1: okay. at, at church, yeah. you know, they both are right. like the church yeah. guys. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. She, she wants, she's trying to save herself oh, for, for sure. sure. And she's thinking that he's going to help her.
2: Yeah. So after four years of investigators telling Scott that he was just manipulated by a pretty lady and that the homecoming queen didn't actually want to be with the guy on the AV crew. I just made that up. I have no idea, but (laughs) (laughs) if I was an investigator, I think I would use something like that. Yeah. Okay. And even Paige at this point was telling him Please just tell the truth about Michelle's involvement already so that everyone can get some finality and put this behind them. Scott finally cracked a tiny little bit. He agreed to give a statement and testify at Michelle's trial in exchange for both he and Michelle not receiving the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So he gives his confession and in it, he said, four days before the murder, he and Michelle snuck off down to the levee to park and make out like a couple of teenagers. And Michelle asked him if he had talked to Thad yet. And he said no. And after this, Michelle got real cold. But what was he going to talk to Thad about? Oh, I think that
1: it is. He just doesn't want to say that she's like. You know, you're going to say I'm like having sex with your wife. What do you think about that, Thad? Yeah. Yeah. There's no talking.
2: So Michelle starts like cutting off the nookie. And at this point, he's thinking that if he didn't get rid of Thad, he would lose Michelle. Okay. Okay. So side note, my personal theory is that he was feeling insecure because it seemed like Michelle would, you know, cut him off if Mm -hmm. he didn't get to killing (laughs) Thad. And that at the town picnic, when Michelle was all flirty with all the husbands there, and Scott was just sitting back watching. Yeah. He, that really fired him up. He was like, oh, if it's not me, she's going to get some other guy.
1: Yeah.
2: And he wanted to be with the homecoming queen. Mm -hmm. So I think that Miss Michelle knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So For sure she did. Yeah. Come on. So at his sentencing, Thad's mother asked, Scott in the courtroom, if she could just ask one simple question Why? Why not just walk away? And Scott responded to Thad's mother saying, The best answer I can give you is jealousy and greed. So sad, right?
1: Yeah, but honest.
2: Yeah. So the day after being sentenced to life, Scott wrote a heartfelt letter of apology. That said, what a great guy Thad really was and that his death was senseless and he took responsibility for it. And he said, quote, knowing the pain that I've caused so many is the worst punishment of all. And my hope is that these individuals, these families and this community can be restored with the joy and peace I shook from them.
1: He had kids, too, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. He like stole their life, also, of mm-hmm. having a father. I mean, what a oh, fucking yeah. idiot.
2: Okay. So Scott's statement still didn't really implicate Michelle. But I don't think that Michelle actually knew that, but she did know that he had given police a statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she pled guilty days before her trial was set to begin. Oh, yeah.
1: That was probably what they were like. Oh. He gave us something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And yeah, I guess he was supposed to testify. I mean, I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. But four years sitting in jail, you're like, I just want to, come get, to it something. O- yeah. get it over with. So she was sentenced to 20 years with the possibility of parole and time served. So currently.
1: Yeah. How many years has it been?
2: Oh, okay. Well, it happened in 2004. But she wasn't sentenced to like. No, but they gave her time Time to serve. Okay. Okay. So currently, the parole board moved Michelle's earliest parole date to 2023, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which is only less than two years from her actual release date. So I don't know. So Michelle appeared in court looking less than hot. In 2014, for a hearing regarding visitation from her children, I'm going to show you her picture now. As we've seen with Miss Brittany Zamora, (laughs) listen, if you are one of those girls that need to be real blonde, prison is not going to work out for you. Okay?
1: Let's see. This is her. Okay. Look, she's still cute. Is this who's this right here? She's got a, a, like a oh, couple. No. I'm pictures. gonna get to that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, but so this is her. It's is not this?
2: that great. That is that's Michelle, and this is her now. Okay. Okay. She's and this is real. Cute. This is Michelle and Paige. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so, know,
1: I, I have the same problem. Like, if I went to jail and had my hair had to go brown, I would probably turn into Michelle.
2: Oh yeah, and c- coupled with no tan, we need to be blonde and tan. We're friends with bronzer. Okay? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. So, this appearance in 2014, like I said, was regarding visitation from her children. Her Mm -hmm. original sentence didn't allow for her to see her children while incarcerated, even after they became adults. And a judge decided it was up to them after they turned 18. Yeah, it should be, I think. Yeah, so currently, I don't know about her other three children, but I know that her oldest daughter and her now three grandchildren do go visit her in prison.
1: I mean, why would you want to go? She killed,
2: she had your father killed.
1: Yeah, I can't even believe that she would do that. I mean, I can't believe, well, I can't believe because people are weird, but.
2: Yeah, so the children went to go live with Thad's mother after this happened. Mm Mm-hmm. So I mean, you gotta imagine that's gotta be like real awkward that they want to go visit their mother. Oh yeah, who killed her son? Yeah, but I mean, look at like OJ's kids. I
1: mean, they go and visit their dad, or well, he's out now. He's out. But I don't know. Whatever. Well, he's OJ Simpson, not some Joe schmo. Yeah, you know, it's famous. Okay, so what about Miss Page? Yeah, what about? Well,
2: she divorced Scott right quick in 2005. Good. Good. Snaps for her, right? She did not waste any time. I love that. Okay. It took some digging to find her, but I did, and she is remarried now. And I'm going to show you. That's her. Yes. This is her, and this is her new husband. He's totally hot. Is this her old husband? Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: She really upgraded. Yeah, she did. Okay. Thank God.
2: Oh, yeah. Listen, Paige is killing it. High school was not her prime. She is looking hot now. Her daughters are beautiful, and it appears that they have all recovered and bounced back to life, like, better than ever, in my opinion. I mean, you know. Good. Yeah. They look like they're living the dream. Awesome. I like that.
1: Happy life. Happy life. Happy wife. Yeah. Happy wife. Happy life. Yeah, but it would appear she
2: moved, which I can imagine.
1: Hello, Rome, Georgia. Teeny tiny town. Yeah. Small town. Shit goes on in that town. I think there's some corruption going on in there. too.
2: Well, at least this time, I mean, this is us balancing out criticism of the Georgia police. Yes. They They busted the bad guys this time.
1: Yeah. I like that. Thanks, uh, GBI. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One for (laughs) you. Wow. That was a good story. Pooh. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that to us today. Yeah. Thanks Rebecca Brommer. Rebecca. Awesome. Thank you. That was a good one. If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, we like that. Mm -hmm. If you want to give us a five star on Apple podcast, we like that even more. And I think that's it for today. You think my kids are still doing all right? They are. So she has her kids uh, downstairs watching a movie while we record. And we haven't heard a peep. Before. I told him I was going to take him. I call it the toy store, but really it's the dollar store. <laughs> She's like, you guys can get two toys each. Yeah. <laughs> They're the shittiest toys, though. Yeah, but you know, whatever. But whatever, you know, my kids like we buy toys and then they sit in the car. No, I'm like, we just bought that. Did you not want to bring it in and play? Yeah. Sometimes I put it in the Target bag, buy it. Oh, I don't take my kids to Target anymore. Well, listen, and then I'm like, if they don't say anything to me, I keep it in the Target bag. I'm like, they don't say anything to me in a week. I just take it right back. Yeah. I'm like, you get the instant gratification of buying it and then you have no idea that you bought it. And so I'm like, oh, just give it back. In my
2: house, you get toys from Target for like your birthday
1: or Christmas for so the rest of the year. I don't even bother with having that fight. <laughs> oh, you're like, no toys at Target. Okay. So thanks for listening to the Housewives of True Crime. Of True Crime. We didn't say that in the beginning. Well, you know, it's in the intro. But yeah, it's on the intro. Okay. You know, clink, 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 (laughs) clink.